Hi, everyone. This is Abhishek from ShakeTheCosmos.com. My guest today is Jack Song. And Jack, I've known from UC Berkeley for a while now. And I feel like Jack is really a jack of all trades. For me, really, he's a friend. He's a mentor, a lot of things. And uh, he's somebody I... Whenever you know, there's been a long time we haven't met, it always feels like um, just time has not passed. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk with Jack today. And again, if you're listening right now, hit the subscribe button and also give me a rating on the podcast um, as that helps me on the organic search results. So Jack, excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for making the time. Thank you for having me again. I love your show. So I'm quite, I feel quite honored to be on your show again. Awesome. Well, I know you've been doing some exciting stuff uh, since we last chatted. Um, and we're going to get into a topic that's close to our heart, both of us. Uh, but before we get into it, what is, you know, what's the professional update? What is Jack, uh, Jack's latest professional um, project that you're working on now? Yeah, well, thank you for asking. So um, when the pandemic hit, um, I did some soul searching. And what I realized was I want to create again. So I want to be kind of in the center of the storm, help other companies build um, with their brand and communications and marketing. So I'm really happy to share that I just joined uh, Cunningham Collective. It is a brand marketing and communications firm founded by Andy Cunningham, who is a Silicon Valley legend. She is the author of the book, Get to AHA, which is about corporate DNA and positioning. And she's also well known for helping Steve Jobs launch Macintosh, Next, and uh, even Pixar. Wow. I feel like this uh, podcast just got some star power here. So thank you for mentioning those. If, if it's okay with you, I'll include the link to that book in the, in the podcast link as well. You, you called it Getting to the AHA? Yep. Getting to AHA. Getting to AHA. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. All right. So we're, without further ado, let's get into it. So you know, the topic that I wanted to talk to you about as you're doing a presentation on this soon as well is you know the topic of self-care. So how are you, Jack, staying grounded in these um, what we would call strange dynamic times? Yeah. So, you know, the inception of this was really, um, I want to, after I, you know, uh, worked at this fast-growing startup called Lime, uh, I walked away with amazing kind of lessons and experiences, and I wanted to put it on a book called The Self-Guided Tour. So I started working on that about a year ago. And, you know, I'll be frank, writing is challenging. Putting together a book is challenging. And the pandemic hit. And I realized, wow, there's so many great lessons that we're all learning collectively. So how can I collect these lessons and musings along the way and help uh, people get grounded? So my passion right now is really... Uh, allowing folks to feel, you know, owning their narrative, self-empowerment and self-improvement. Wow. So this, this fits right in into it. And what's, so the website for your upcoming book is selfguidedtour.co. Is, am I right? That's is right. That right. Okay. Yep. More um, that's exciting. Um, well, so then, you know, in terms of some of the lessons as you've gone through your own experiences, what are some, what are some strategies you've implemented for yourself? Maybe, um, 
maybe let's talk about your mornings potentially. What are what are you doing in the mornings that uh, potentially other people can maybe learn from? Yeah, I think sure. I think let's backtrack a little bit. I think before we even jump to you know to well, start of the day. We kind of have to recognize the reality right now. Uh, I think February, March 2020, uh, there was the Australian fire. We saw just awful images of burned koala bears and kangaroos. And then all of a sudden, COVID-19 hit. And the entire country, the entire nation, and and the whole globe was shut down. Um, And then we started seeing uh, just uh, unrest. And what we need to recognize that, that that is reality and it's okay. We need to accept that. There's no reason to fight against it. Um, it's important to have acceptance of what is now the new normal. Uh, I think people are still craving to, you know, hoping to get back to uh, what used to be, the used to be's. And that's not going to happen if it will, not for a very long time. So first step is acceptance. Um, I appreciate now- that. I mean, this idea of acceptance, I mean, what, what do you feel like is really... What is it doing by accepting? What are people accomplishing really emotionally? Or what did it do for you? Um, I like that because when I hear about it. Yeah, I think, you know, having acceptance uh, or uh, allowing the reality to really sink in, it's um, you're creating essentially a new reality. It's a new frontier for you. So the opportunities can be exciting. And I think that's why you're seeing a lot of online social media. People are baking bread. They're creating new things. They're being creative because it's a way of dealing with this new uh, reality and accepting. Yeah. I mean, I know for, for yourself too, you have the, you have been creating, um, with with your dog, um, this this you have a, quite a following now. I feel like when you stopped for a little while, there were people complaining, like, "Where are these photos? Where are these videos? We want to see more of that." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think going into the pandemic, I knew that I need to be dedicated to something, otherwise, I knew that I was going to be depressed, like a lot of us. So I really committed myself to fitness and wellness and creativity. So those were kind of my three pillars that helped me to stay uh, sane, but also grow, really grow and mature during this time. So the three pillars you said, fitness, creativity, and what was the third one? Um, gosh, fitness, creativity, and I think, what did I mention? I think growth. Growth. Yeah, just like learning things. Yeah, I mean, I love this. Um, these pillars as well, and uh, I guess acceptance for me is it, it feels interesting to me. For me, it feels like kind of just accepting, so then that things can move on to the next stage. Like you're saying, starting to see the opportunities ahead. Um, and you talked about you know some of the pillars, the fitness uh, being, but you know I guess I guess it's hard because um, with the gyms being closed or sometimes open. Um, what are some creative ways that um, people can find themselves to keep fit? Uh, and what kind of fitness are we talking here? Yeah, so I think there, there are kind of three, uh, what I see kind of three simple ways that can get you ener- energized throughout the day. So in the morning, I recommend that 
you really ground yourself with confidence. And during your midday, how can you re-energize your body, mind, and soul with um, energy, intention, and purpose? And then at towards the end of the day, I view it as self-care. So there are certain ways that you can um, create and learn and also recharge. So um, really high level. I think in the morning, it's so important to when you first wake up, this is before you get coffee, before you even brush your teeth. It's so important to take deep breaths in. Um, and I take six, six deep breaths and I try to breathe in all the gratitude. And I'm thinking about just how grateful I am my health, uh, my work situation, my life. I try to bring, bring all, all that in, breathe all that in as well to really ground myself to start the day. Because when you're kind of just awake early in the morning, that's when your brain is really fresh and it's able to absorb a lot. And the first thing you do is not to reach through your phone, try to make a cup of coffee. That's really when you try to take a deep breath and meditate. I think meditation is something that has been mystified. And now I think because of the t- technology and access to different kinds of apps, meditation is a great tool to center yourself in the morning. And it doesn't have to lead you to a kind of like a pivotal aha moment. But I think the importance of meditation is to help ground you and find your purpose for the day. And that way you're going into the day with intention. And then lastly, this is so simple but have a full glass of water. Water, I mean, our body is essentially, I think, 60% made of water. And after a long night of sleep, your body dehydrated. And having that big glass of water um, before your coffee really helped to energize you and get you centered. Totally. I uh, appreciate that. And I, I mean, it makes me think of sort of like the wake, when, we, when we're sort of waking up, like the rocket, and you're you're just boosting that rocket with this meditation and this water. You're fueling that. Um, but what's like what what keeps it going in terms of like what what effects you feel like has meditation had for you versus when you maybe weren't doing that in the morning or hydration. Uh, if you I feel like was, was yeah. Well, have you noticed a change? Yeah, I am a person that is very anxious. And this is also something that I'm trying to debunk and deconstruct. I grew up in um, a family that is always amped up on anxiety. Like, oh no, are we going to, is Anne going to meet? Are we going to be able to make payments? Uh, it's skies falling. It's a lot of artificial fear. And I grew up with that. And as I get older, I realize I have to deconstruct that. And part of that is uh, meditation. Meditation really helps to calm my mind, but it also helps me to go into the day with a purpose. And I'm laser focused on what I'm trying to, de- to deliver. For what I do, I'm in marketing and communications. It's constantly changing, lots of multiple parties. So um, being able to meditate helps me to be, see kind of a higher purpose, but also helps me to ground me professionally to help me start the day. Totally. I appreciate that. I'm, and um, the meditation piece and just the drinking water, I feel like these are sort of simple things, but uh, I'm also sensing there are like layers and layers. I mean, you mentioned some of the family stuff, and but also, of course, we're living in coronavirus times. So there's just a lot going on and this is kind of helping grounding. So 
Um, let's say, all right, so you're out of the bed now. You've got your water. You've got your meditation done, and you're feeling confident. Um, but like, what else? I mean, let's 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 get a, get let's get ahead of it. Uh, what happens after that? <laughs> I usually um, spend an hour really cranking out um, any kind of work that requires high quality writing, uh, and that's just me. I am I'm the best writer early in the morning, and for what I do, I do do a lot of writing. And um, after an hour of that, I immediately go into physical fitness. And and this was a blessing in uh, w- with the current pandemic. Uh, I knew going in, I want to be dedicated to something. I want to prove myself. And I was able to lose, shed about 20 pounds uh, by using these free apps uh, that's available in the app stores that uh, have different kinds of challenges. And um, I was able to leverage the free resources and get fit. And I think getting physical is so, so important because your body is a temple. It's yours to own, but it's also yours to enhance. And your mind, body, and soul needs to be aligned. So um, I encourage folks, especially during this time, to take care of themselves. And of course, that helps with the uh, immune system as well. I appreciate that. And how you're sort of combining the mental preparedness in the beginning of the day with now you've got this physical piece and um, I'll be sure to include some of the links to some of the apps you're talking about that are free and can help people in the podcast description as well. Um, That's, that's great. So what have you noticed like by bringing the physical component in um, what, what's, what changes does it occur or have you had to make some sacrifices because of these, because of this? Yeah. Great question. I think um, you are what you consume. And this, I have to give credit to one of the, uh, uh, I think, podcast um, business coach. His name is uh, Rob Dial. You know, I, I'm a big fan of his work, just like I'm a big fan of Shake the Cosmo. Um, I think he, he had a great episode focusing on what you are, what you consume. So for me, I've changed the way I consume media food, and also energy. And what I, what I mean by that is throughout the day, you know, I think we have, humans have developed this, um, and we always have, we're always trying to predict what's around the, what's around the curve. And we get into the way we consume media nowadays. It's this doomsday scroll. You know, you're just going on your Facebook and, and you're just trying to see what's, what's coming up on the news. And let's be real, none of them is positive. So, um, and then if you look at Instagram, you're looking at beautiful photos, it's super curated, not really the reality. So that has a negative impact on the perception of where you are and your reality. So that's one. And then two, I am way more uh, cognizant of what I put in my mouth, what I eat. And since the pandemic, I uh, cut out carbs completely. And these are, I'm very cognizant of um, cutting, I cut out sugar. Um, what is what has contained sugar, but also starch. I realized that um, having starch like pasta, rice, and bread was really bringing my energy down, and I wasn't able to focus. Um, and lastly, I really try hard to cut out negative energy in my life. So there are some people, you know, they just kind of bring you down. They don't bring you solutions. And I've also uh, really limited those interactions. Because you know what? The world right now is tough enough. 
And I want to be able to consume positive energy. Yeah. And I mean, kind of, uh, it's interesting, this negativity. And I, I agree, there is just a lot. But, and I, I guess you're mentioning, you know, so certain types of individuals or media channels could be sending more of that. But do you miss any of those things? Like once you cut them out from life, or do you find that there are other things that end up taking their spot and you end up, uh, I just wonder if people have sort of a FOMO after fear of missing out after cutting a few things that have been part of their life for a while. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm on this um, journey to explore alternatives. So you know, what is alternative to uh, to a, a, a ways to um, get information? So I I found great apps like Smart News that's able to curate news that is just information based, and so I'm not getting slammed the same type of news or same category of news all the time, and. You know, there are great ways, alternatives to carbs, uh, to, uh, you know, even beverages. So I've explored those as well. And I do feel that um, it also creates, uh, increases creativity too. So like, if you love bread, how do you have bread without bread? Well, guess what? You can replace, um, you know, white flour with coconut flour or whole wheat flour or even uh, almond flour. So... There are creative ways to and healthier ways to what we're used to and what the media has told us too. Wow, I mean, I mean it's wonderful to hear how you're. Um, I guess you're almost a, like a smart consumer, where like you're consuming different things like food, media, information, but you're being very cognizant of how uh, and you're managing that narrative uh, as well. And uh, I feel like that's maybe you know is that. Is that some? Is that sort of going to be one of the themes in your book potentially? Uh, the narrative and those kinds of things on selfguidedtour.co. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. I do think that as we get older, especially people are around our age group, we're looking for we're gradually identifying uh, or cementing our identity um, and what our value beliefs are. And I do believe that I am becoming more confident with my value beliefs and that those are knowing my work. I know what I deserve and that includes not just how much I get paid, but also what I deserve to um, consume in terms of media and food and, and that all impacts your mental and physical health. Appreciate that so much. So let's, you know, okay, so we got the morning and you've got the fitness going, you've got the meditation going and the water and hydration. Now we're, let's say, sort of midday at this point. Uh -huh. um, and, you know, this is when I feel like a lot of people uh, are, this is post lunchtime and I guess people are at home. So what, what, is, what is the afternoon looking like now? Yeah, I think afternoon there... Uh, based on my observation with other professionals, I do think in the afternoon there is a little bit of self-doubt. You're a little bit tired. What, if, what happened to my day? What did I actually accomplish? Um, I think it's important to take control of your narrative. You did do great. You did accomplish, uh, accomplish things. And I think it's important to take back your narrative. Um, towards the end of the day. And of course, as you enter the day, uh, towards the evening, it's all about self-care. It's important to, before you go to sleep, 
really stay away from the phone. The blue light from your phone, from your laptop does impact the way your brain um, is trying to relax and go to a calmer state. And I also recommend um, herbal tea that helps to, uh, to have a better night's sleep. So that instead of taking drugs or even medicine that helps or promotes sleeping, um, I recommend herbal tea. And lastly, I think towards the evening is a great time to learn and being creative. So I recommend reading a book, a nonfiction book, so you're able to leverage the language in kind of everyday life. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, it almost feels like a full cycle at that point where you've gone to bed, relaxed, and then kind of waking up in this mindset to be creative again. Yeah, and and not only being creative, but still continue on this journey of not only finding your purpose in life, but also um, living with intention. Yeah, living with intention. I mean, I guess what in terms of let's say, do you change it up a little bit from time to time? Does it do you change the amount of tea you drink or the type of tea do you drink? I just wonder, like. I guess maybe I'm thinking in my own shoes, I'm like, oh, maybe I, I would get bored from the same schedule. So what kinds of things have you found to change it up a little bit? That's a great question because with quarantine, I mean, people, I've heard that a lot of people feel like this is just Groundhog Day, right? You just, the same shirt, same sweater, Monday, what day is it? Who cares? I do recommend a little trick I, I've uh, kind of uh, identified is that every weekend I try to create an experience for me and my partner. And that may include outdoor dining on a rooftop or at a park or at a different location in the city or a nice drive out. So creating different kind of experiences that you can own and cherish because this, this shall pass. But, um, you know, I think right now finding those, identifying those little pockets of gem experience is very important. And also seize the moment, you know. Um, for example, uh, I, I think if there are opportunities that come up that you feel like, oh, I better do it now, whether it be a, uh, a career jump, I think right now is the time. Everyone's looking for something different because we're all in this together. I like the I like that this this shall pass. We're all in this together. Um, and you know, you mentioned your partner there as well. And I'm guessing, you know, well, many people have other partners as well. And now they've got um, their their own schedule, but the partner has their own schedule. Just wondering, what are what's what have you found to communicate, collaborate? in terms of working together so you're both successful, uh, maybe in just general terms or, or your own life? Yeah, I think COVID, no COVID, pandemic or no pandemic. I think a foundation of a strong relationship is you gotta be in love with each other. And um, when I was younger, I was a little bit more immature. I always said, you could do better. You can always do better. doesn't matter if you're married. You can always you know, upgrade. But as I get older, I realize that is a very immature look on relationship. You gotta be in love. You, you gotta find that passion, that lust. It's gotta be there. I think that's one. And the second one is you gotta have laughter. Um, I, my number one rule is you'd never go to bed angry. It, always laugh it off. And um, I think now with the COVID, 
it in context, I think it's made our relationship stronger because we are a quarantine <laughs> and, and we appreciate each other even a lot more. I got to say, you know, I joke about this, but I do think that uh, the current situation has helped me to improve my relationship, my relationship with my significant other, because I've also matured. And I've also seen how fragile life is. I mean, a year ago, we had the privilege and um, to, to be in Mexico, to go on vacation. I had a new job. Who knew a year later, the same exact date and time, uh, well, same exact day and time. Uh, yeah, day number 173, working from home. And we still don't have a vaccine. So I think appreciation appreciating others uh, each other's presence um it's so important totally thanks for sharing that as well and uh i'm sensing sort of a theme here of gratitude and appreciation whether it's your partner or throughout your day uh, of different things as well as you're you're talking through it yeah thank you for pointing that out because the current reality is tough and we got to be able to find things that we're grateful for. And we have so much. We have so much blessing, whether it be our kids, even their homeschooled, um, and the education system's not all there yet. Or um, we can't see our parents, but they're alive. You know, we got to be grateful for all these little things right now. Thanks so much, Jack. As we're wrapping up here, um, I really appreciate you sharing your uh, strategies um, of self-care with us. Um, any last shout outs or anything you want to point our viewers to? Yeah, I think just two kind of, um, parting thoughts is one, I, this is, I, this is like a hashtag I want to own, uh, that I am going to own. It's hashtag know your worth, know that you're valued, know that you deserve the best and don't be afraid to share that, reveal that to others. And then lastly, um, trust the universe. When something you know, is, is challenging, ask the universe for a sign. Trust your gut. Um, intuition is a conscious decision made by kind of subliminal um, uh, messages uh, that's based on past experiences. It's not witchcraft. It's not like you know, voodoo magic. It's something that's kind of built in. So ask the universe and trust your gut and be well. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time today, Jack. Uh, and uh, really appreciate this. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week.